What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Because there's nothing like a weekend pause with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey and right now save over 30 percent on smart metabolic burn at getsmartburn.com the lowest price anywhere that's getsmartburn.com don't delay transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease it's tuesday september 15th I'm Mo Kelly from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. As the U.S. approaches 200,000 deaths and millions more hospitalized in the fight against COVID-19, the bill is coming due, much to the surprise of many under the belief that COVID-19 treatment would be paid for by the federal government. Robbie Whelan, correspondent for the Wall Street Journal, will break down who is responsible for which costs and to what degree. Joining us now is Robbie Whelan, correspondent for the Wall Street Journal. How are you today, sir? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Almost 200,000 Americans are dead due to COVID-19 in just the United States. Millions more have required some level of care with hospital stays ranging from hours to months. Patients are paying large out-of-pocket fees despite a federal safety net, which was set up to avoid such situations. What was supposed to happen and what has happened relative to COVID coverage? Well, at the beginning of the pandemic, the federal government set up a system that was supposed to kind of make sure that nobody got any large surprise bills for these unexpected medical costs that they have to pay out of pocket. And they did that by giving about $175 billion. Congress authorized this money to what was called the Provider Relief Funds. And these funds were meant to sort of offset the high costs that hospitals and other providers might have for treating people who got the disease. At the same time, the private insurance industry stepped up and sort of across the board, the big insurers all agreed to waive cost sharing with patients. So what that means is when you, you know, every year when you meet your deductible after that point, you know, any care you get in a hospital under normal circumstances, you've got to pay some percentage, 10, 20, 30%, something like that. 
And all of those agreements are, are waived and the insurers are covering 100% of costs after deductibles were met for private insurance holders for COVID-19 only. That's the only illness that is covered in this way. And so it's almost as though the federal government and the private insurance industry have set up a system of something that looks like universal health care only for one illness. So that was the goal. And so far, it's gone fairly well. But there are obviously cracks in the system as there are in any system. And, and some patients are still vulnerable to big unexpected costs. Okay, let's drill down on that. Let's say I'm a person who's obese. I have uh, comorbidities, as they say, high blood pressure, diabetes, and then I go to the hospital and I'm also diagnosed with COVID-19. How does that person know or any person know whether such a delineation will be made that his treatment is going to be COVID-related and covered? For starters, if you have a positive COVID-19 test that's administered in a hospital, then you automatically will be billed under the billing codes related to COVID-19. So no matter what other complicating conditions you have, if you have a secondary infection or if COVID starts attacking more than just your lungs, it also can attack the heart, the kidneys, and other organs. Whatever it may be, as long as you have that diagnosis, positive test for COVID, you're going to be protected by the various protections that have been put in place. Now, the bigger distinction is not whether or not you have comorbidities or whether or not you have any other condition. The bigger distinction is what your insurance coverage is. So we tried to look at this in terms of kind of the four most common profiles for insurance coverage in the U.S., and I can go through them if you'd like, but um, they're generally speaking people who have good private insurance to their employer, people who are uninsured no coverage at all. And then people who are on either Medicare, the federal insurance program that's most commonly used by, by older Americans, or Medicaid, which is the one mostly used by low-income Americans. So how you're covered and what sort of plan you have is going to be the biggest determinant of how much you pay. And the way it breaks down is basically, if you have good health insurance through your employer that's private, you're going to pay probably almost nothing, close to nothing. There may be some out of so some outpatient costs, like going to a clinic for dialysis related to a kidney problem stemming from COVID, or maybe some prescription drug co-payments that you might have to pay your pocket. But generally speaking, these big bills that people get in the hundreds of thousands of dollars, the patients are not being asked to pay very much of those. Then we go to the uninsured. The uninsured as well paradoxically, are pretty lucky in the situation because the CARES Act that Congress passed in March mandates that if you're uninsured and you go to a hospital, the hospital is not supposed to charge you. They're supposed to go to the federal government and say, look, here's how much we spent on this COVID patient. We would like to be reimbursed for that from this patient, uh, the provider relief funds. And that usually happens. But one of the main hurdles to that is it's a mountain of paperwork. Imagine you've gone through this horrible illness. You've had weeks in the hospital and you might have lost your job at the same time. One of the most common symptoms of COVID-19 that persists for a long time is called brain fog, where people have persistent confusion and forgetfulness. Right. Under those conditions, it's very tough to ask a patient to fill out all this paperwork and make sure that they get taken care of. So the resources are out there for the uninsured, but they have to sort of take things into their own hands, which I know can be very difficult for a lot of patients. You kind of hinted at it. I guess an adjacent conversation to be had as I close our conversation is the larger universal healthcare debate. How much, if at all, is this COVID-19 coverage being used as a template or even a test case, dare I say, for how universal coverage could be used or implemented here in the U.S.? I'm not sure that the federal authorities who and, and the lawmakers who drafted the CARES Act were thinking about it exactly that way. 
What I do know is that the effect has been something like a universal healthcare system for one disease. And the real worry, and this is where you can think about it kind of as a test case, the real worry is that the federal funds that have been authorized are not going to be enough to get us past a possible fall surge in cases. So if we don't have a vaccine by the end of the fall, and if we do see another big second wave of cases, then the federal government funds that have been allocated for this might simply run out. And at that point, we'll have something of a test case because we'll be able to see, look, here's one particularly costly disease to treat. And we tried to treat it largely with public funds. And here's how, how long it took. Here's how fast those funds ran out. And so that will be sort of a test case. You can imagine, you can imagine and extrapolate from there, if this is how much it costs and how long the funds lasted for one illness, COVID-19, you can imagine how much more quickly they'd run out for every single disease that affects Americans. This conversation is seeming like it's just beginning more than anything. He is Robbie Whelan, correspondent for The Wall Street Journal. Mr. Whelan, thank you for coming on today, sir. Thanks for having me once again. I'm Mo Kelly, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for the day's big news stories, you can check out the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day smart metabolic burn by brain md can kickstart your metabolism fight stubborn body fat especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey right now save over 30 percent on smart metabolic burn at getsmartburn.com the lowest price anywhere that's getsmartburn.com don't delay transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease right here right now find your beautiful new floor at right rug flooring choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee visit rightrug.com that's r-i-t-e-r-u-g.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you 24-month financing is available with approved credit for 90 years we've been right here right now Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.